Welcome back to the podcast. You're listening to episode number 254 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your host, Alice Benham. And today I'm gonna be talking to you about how to do an end of year review in a way that is gonna set your future self up well at the start of next year. If you are listening to this episode around the time that it comes out, we are in mid-December. End of the year is rapidly, rapidly approaching. And I don't know about you, but... For me, December has been a very full-on month. I find December a funny one because half of me is like really focused in my business. Like I'm getting all these projects wrapped up by the end of the year. I'm finishing off any client work. I'm also hosting three Christmas parties the week that you're listening to this. There's a lot of things going on in my business at this time of year. So part of me is kind of very focused on that. I'm just in the to-do lists and getting stuff done. But then there's this other part of me, which is aware that January 2024 is just around the corner and beginning to think about next year's plans and beginning to process maybe some of the goals or challenges that might be to come. And I'm kind of also trying to do a bit of work on my business. And any of you that are familiar with those phrases of kind of on versus in will know that trying to do both at the same time is really difficult because it basically takes different parts of our brain to kind of be just working in our businesses versus actually stepping back and working on and working on the big picture. So I don't know if any of you resonate with that. If December has felt quite full on for you, I know for some people actually December gets to be a month where things really start to wind down and it feels, um, yeah, like a kind of gentle finish, which I've definitely done in past years and I totally see the appeal of. Uh, It's safe to say I did not choose a gentle finish this year, but hey ho, (laughs) good to have a sprint finish. That's what I'm telling myself. But anyway, what I want to talk about in today's episode is as we approach the end of this year, just some of my thoughts around how to do your end of year review in a really intentional way. Obviously, as the end of 2023 approaches, we're probably going to start to see more and more content online of people sharing their end of reviews, of people giving you questions to ask yourself. I feel like it's kind of the done thing, isn't it? Like, okay, we've reached the end of the year, time to do an end of year review. And what I wanna make sure is that we're not just doing an end of year review for the sake of it. And we're not doing it in perhaps a way that is just doing it, but we're doing it in a way that is gonna be genuinely useful for our businesses and for ourselves. So I wanna touch on just quickly why I think an end of year review of some form is valuable because I'm a big believer in business that if we're ever just doing something because oh, that's what everyone does. Or, oh, that's the thing you should do as a business owner. I think that's a big opportunity to question that action because our time and energy is far too limited for us to be doing things for the sake of nothing. So an end of year review to me is all about setting up your future self for success. When I'm working on my business, when I'm helping any of my clients to work on their businesses, that's what's always in the back of my mind is that we are doing this work for the future versions of us. It's kind of an easy way, I think, to separate out. Like working in your business is all about your kind of current self, you know, finishing off current projects, current to-dos, current workload. Working on your business is much more about the long-term and taking actions which you likely don't see the return on instantly, but will make a difference to your future self, to your future business, to your future workload, etc. So when I think of an end of year review, the question I ask myself is how can I do this in a way that's going to help my future self? And I really think that there are two main things that we can get from doing any form of review. And I'm not talking here about this just being an end of year review. I think you get the benefit of doing 
reflection work, whatever time period that's in, whether that's at the end of a day, a week, a quarter, a month, a half of the year, whether it's on a random Tuesday in March, I think reflection is valuable for these two reasons, however and whenever you do that. So I think the first reason that it's really valuable to do some kind of end of year review or review in general um, is that it allows you to almost put a bow on the year. Is that the right phrasing? Like it allows you to like sort everything from the year into a neat little box and shut the lid and put a bow on it. And what I'm trying to say by that slightly odd and probably wrong analogy um, is I think doing any kind of reflection helps you to draw conclusions. And drawing conclusions, in my experience, really gives you headspace and makes it easier for you to kind of mentally rest. One of the biggest things that you can do to help your future self, to help the you of January 2024 begin that year in the best way is rest between now and then. And you're gonna find it so much easier to rest if your brain almost feels like it has kind of processed and concluded and like put a full stop on the year. I don't know about you, but I find it really difficult to rest when my brain is just processing all of these experiences and thoughts and feelings and questions and challenges. Like if anything, that's what I find more tiring. It's not doing stuff that I find tiring. It's thinking about stuff and holding stuff in my head. So for me, an end of year review kind of gives me the opportunity to almost just like sort through all of those unfinished thoughts in my head to kind of go through all of the experiences I've had this year, draw conclusions, feel like I've kind of processed them and understood them, and then almost be able to put them to rest. Resting, as I said, is gonna be one of the biggest gifts that you can give to your future self. And I do really think an end of year review is gonna help to aid that kind of mental headspace and rest that you can get between now and January. So that's, I think, the first benefit of doing this reflection work is kind of giving yourself those conclusions, some headspace, some rest. And then I think the second real benefit of doing some end of year review work is that it helps you to grow in your business. And I realize that sounds like such an obvious answer, but just to go into a bit more detail, as I said, I feel like an end of year reflection can become such a kind of arbitrary to do. It's like, oh, that's just the thing you do when you run a business, you do an end of year to do. But if you do an end of year to do in the right way, it can be wildly beneficial for your business for a number of reasons. First of all, it can help you to draw the lessons from your wins and challenges from the year. If you can understand not just what happened, but why it happened, you are gonna know so much more about your business, about your industry, about how you work best, about where the traction sits, about what's more challenging for you. The more you can process the past, I think the more clarity you can go into the future with. And speaking of the future, I think that's the other massive benefit to your business growth is that when you give yourself time to step back and reflect and think, you allow yourself to kind of think wider than just in your day to day. It's very tempting, isn't it? To just kind of skip this piece of work and just kind of fall into the new year and just keep doing what we're doing. And hey, if you do that, probably everything will be absolutely fine. But if you don't step back and give yourself a chance to get clarity and think big, likely nothing in the big picture will change. And so by doing this kind of reflection time, you give yourself an opportunity to cast new vision and new clarity and new ideas to then take into whatever is to come in this context. We're talking about 2024, next year. So to me, all of those reasons, whichever resonates with you most is what the benefit 
So to me, those are all reasons, whichever resonate with you most, feel free to choose that one, to do this end of year review work. Gives you headspace, helps you to draw conclusions, helps you to learn more about yourself, your industry, your business, helps you to move forwards with more intention, more clarity, more confidence. Speaking of confidence, actually, I think that's a massive benefit of doing review work too, is that it really helps you to see what you're good at and what you've done well. That might sound surface level, like, oh yeah, do an end of year review and you'll give yourself a pat on the back and praise yourself. Like that is no small action. That is not stroking your ego. That is not just about saying, oh, well done me. That's about improving your belief in yourself, improving your confidence, helping yourself to see what you're good at so that you can do that again more and more consistently and more intentionally and on a bigger scale. Acknowledging your wins and your challenges does so much for your mindset. And I say that from doing this every single year within my business and seeing it happen for so many of my clients as well. So I really believe end of year review work can be incredibly valuable. But the key thing here is doing it in a way that is actually going to help you to gain those benefits. Whilst I think you can probably do it a hundred different ways and gain those benefits. I want to just share a little bit around how I think doing an end of year review in a really intentional way can look. Now, something that I notice is that work like this can sometimes be like a two hour slot we put into our schedule where we sit down and like try and bash it all out in one. We put time in, maybe it's on your last day of work for the year or, you know, a nice Friday afternoon, whatever feels good to you. And we go, okay, that is my end of year review time. Now there's not necessarily anything wrong with that, but if I could offer you a slight alternative approach, I think what can be unhelpful about that approach is that we're basically forcing ourselves to come up with all of this clarity at once. And if there's anything I've learned about working on your business and getting clarity as someone who does this work day in, day out with many, many business owners, it's it's really hard to force this work. Sitting down with a set of questions to reflect on your year and giving yourself 90 minutes to do that in a lovely cafe might sound and look nice, but I wonder if that's actually the best way to draw out all of those conclusions and thoughts and ideas. Because I notice a lot of the time in all order for us to get clarity when it comes to working on our business, in order for us to draw out the lessons and, you know, really explore how we're feeling and what we're thinking, I think what we need is space and not 90 minutes of space in a cafe, but like space, like days between asking these questions and not putting the pressure on to kind of come up with all the answers in one, but actually letting the picture form over a number of ideas over a number of days. The way that I approach this and the way that I allow myself to kind of get clarity in what I feel is this more natural way where I'm not sitting down and forcing it, but I'm kind of doing it more, yeah, organically, is that I create space for each of my reflections to be added to. And then after giving myself a couple of weeks to slowly add more and more reflections, I will then sit down and look at everything that I've reflected on and draw some conclusions and fill in some gaps. What this looks like for me in practice is that I have four pieces of paper on my office door. I'm looking at them right now. And each of those pieces of paper has a question at the top. Those questions are the questions that I ask myself to help reflect on my year, which I'm gonna share in a minute with you. Don't worry, you can steal my end of year review questions. And each of those pieces of paper has a question at the top so that over the whole month of December, I can just keep adding my answers, my reflections, my ideas, my thoughts, 
thoughts, and I'm allowed to then come up with my end of year review on a daily basis. I'm adding to those pieces of paper every single day because I'm just adding in thoughts as they come to mind. Many of you will probably resonate with this. We often have our biggest moments of clarity when we're not trying to think about that thing. Maybe it's when you're on a walk, or maybe it's when you're on a client call, or maybe it's when you're scrolling through social media or listening to a podcast or reading an article or sat doing your admin, I don't know. But I find for me, I rarely come up with my most kind of poignant moments of clarity when I'm sat with a notepad trying to come up with clarity. Most of the time, it comes far more sporadically and far more naturally. So what I love about these pieces of paper is they just create space for me to reflect in that way. Every single day, especially because they're on my office door, I look at them every time I come in and out of my office. I just look at them sometimes and go, oh, anything I want to add today? Or I'll have an idea and go, oh, need to make sure that I add that to the pieces of paper. That is something that has genuinely changed the game for me when it comes to doing end of year review work because it means that I come up with so many more pieces of clarity. And then because I have the moment where at the end of December, I will step back and look at all of those pieces of paper at once and maybe add in any other ideas and have that like, you know, lovely 90 minutes in a coffee shop, really concluding my year. I still have that moment. But the point is I get to use that moment to really draw conclusions and really look at and embed my reflections as opposed to feel like I'm kind of having to quickly come up with everything on the spot. So if that approach resonates, I'd really encourage you to try something similar. Maybe like me, you want to put pieces of paper on your wall. I've got clients that do post-it notes. I know people that love digital have come up with versions of it in Notion or on the Notes app on your phone or in a notebook. There's no right or wrong way to do it, but that's an approach that I I haven't seen many people talk about, but genuinely I find really beneficial and a lot of my clients seem to enjoy as well, is that more kind of organic, sporadic, natural, whatever word you wanna add to it approach. It doesn't actually have a formal name, that method, but I refer to it informally as the puzzle method (laughs) because it feels a lot like I'm building a puzzle over a couple of weeks. Everything I write on those pieces of paper is a piece of a puzzle. And on its own, it maybe doesn't mean a huge amount, but then at the end of December, when I step back, and I look at all of those pieces together, I see that I have actually created a picture. I've created a picture of my year. Comparing how in-depth my end-of-year reviews now are compared to how they were a few years ago when I was doing that like all-in-one-go method, they are just on another level because I'm finding that I'm able to draw so many more conclusions because I'm giving myself so much more space to come up with those conclusions. So if that approach resonates, please do steal it. Please do let me know if you have a, a name idea better than the puzzle method because <laughs> um, yeah that's definitely not the best name for it but anyone else find naming things in your business is just like the worst thing ever create space for yourself to reflect you can choose what questions or areas you want to reflect on but yeah create that space for yourself and then put the time in whether it's at the end of december or the start of january whenever you want to do it to then take that moment of looking at all of those things you've gathered drawing the conclusions adding in any gaps and then most importantly letting that then lead to your 2024 planning. End of year reflections will give you the most value when they create the foundation for the plans for next year. I want you to really hear that, okay? End of year reflections are most valuable as the foundation for start of a new year planning. If you just do your end of year reflections for the sake of kind of celebrating your wins and drawing some conclusions to help yourself like mentally rest, that's cool. That still gives you some benefit, but to really take it up a level, to really get the value from that work, to really see 
that grow your business long-term, you wanna then make sure that you lead directly from your end of year reflections into your next year planning. Because if you can pull all of the lessons and clarity and ideas that sit in your end of year reflection into your planning for the next year, what you're gonna do is create this kind of building block approach to your business where you're not you know, knocking the wall down every year and starting from scratch, but you've got these bricks already laid of the lessons and the clarity and the goals that the last year have held. And then what you get to do the next year is just build on top of that and utilize all of those things to help yourself move forward. So what I'd also encourage you to do is to look at when in January, you're gonna have some time to then plan out the year ahead. You don't have to do it in January. I know people that prefer to do it in December, but sometimes if we're feeling a little bit fatigued, which if you're listening to this mid-December, you're probably resonating with, fatigue is not the best place to do planning from. How you're feeling when you plan will majorly dictate the plans that you create. So if you plan from a place of feeling a bit tired or burned out, the likelihood is you're gonna cast vision and create plans that may be a little bit under ambitious, perhaps not fully at your capacity, perhaps not stretching you to what you're really capable of. So if you're feeling that bit fatigued, put aside some time in January post having some rest where you can then look back at all these reflections that you've done and plan the year ahead. I know that can be something that is really hard to do for and by yourself. It's hard to prioritize. It's hard to know what to do in that time. Uh, So if that does resonate, I just want to remind you, and if you haven't seen already, that in January, I am doing a ton of different things to help business owners just like you plan out 2024. The two main things that come to mind that I think will help any business of any size, of any type, is I am doing 2024 strategy days. These days are going to walk you through my kind of signature approach to casting vision, setting goals and planning out your year. It's going to be a really easy to follow day where you will leave with all of the plans in place that are going to help you to kind of kick the year off with intention and with action. Anyone that's done kind of my method to goal setting before will know it's very focused on helping you to have a kind of North Star and an intention and a plan, but not making anything too rigid. So if that resonates and you're like, oh my gosh, yes, I am worried about my January self. Like, how am I going to make sure that they do that work? And I don't even know what planning the year means. My strategy days might be for you. There is a virtual one on the 11th of January, so accessible to anyone everywhere. And there is also one in London on the 18th of January. There are quite a few, I think, maybe about 15 spaces left to the virtual one as I'm recording this, but I think only about two spaces left to the London one. So it might be sold out by the time that I share this, but there might be a, a space or two left. So I'll leave the links to both of those strategy days in the show notes. Like I said, any type, size, stage of business, If you are just wanting the support to help you plan out your year and enter the year with your vision, with your goals, with your plans, whatever your plans might be, then those two days are created with you in mind. I am also hosting a four-day retreat at the end of January, which I'm so excited for, but that is sold out. So keep an eye out for any future retreats. But yeah, I'll leave the links to those in the show notes, but make sure if you're not coming to one of those things that you put some time in by yourself to be doing that 2024 planning, because like I said, once you've done your end of year review, you're really gonna get the most out of that by then doing some 2024 planning off the back of it. Now, I did just wanna end this episode by sharing with you four questions that I would encourage you to answer 
in your end of year review. Now, I'm not saying these are the only four questions that you should reflect on. There might be questions that you wanna add to this which are perhaps more specific for your business. Maybe there's some very specific things that you've done or worked on this year that you would like to kind of check in with and review more intentionally. Not saying that this is kind of an exhaustive list, but the four pieces of paper that I have on my office door have these four questions on. So if you want a bit of a framework to help yourself create that space to plan, let me talk you through four questions that I think are really valuable to ask ourselves at the end of the year. Okay, so question number one would be, what were the wins of this year slash what felt good? This is a good section to reflect on because it's basically what are all the things that are positive of this year? What goals did I achieve? What progress did I make? What things did I do that felt good? What changes did I make that I'm proud of? What internal growth did I experience this year in terms of my expertise and confidence and mindset and community? What external things did I achieve as well? Perhaps in terms of finances or business change or marketing or audience, whatever it might be. This section is your free for all to just reflect on all of the things that felt good of 2023. You might find it helpful when you're thinking about what your wins were to look back through your calendar or your camera roll to prompt yourself. It is amazing how easily as business owners we forget what we did well and what we've achieved. We are often so focused on what we still need to do or what we could have done better that I think we really forget all of those wins. So A, that is why I think you should give yourself not just an hour and a half but like a number of days and weeks to draw out these reflections because I bet the more you probe, the more wins that you're going to come up with. Um, And B, that's where you might find it helpful to have some prompts to look back at actually what you did when and all the different things you worked on so that you can make sure that you capture all of those wins and positives from the year. So that is question number one. What were the wins of the year? What progress did I make? What felt good. The next question I want you to ask yourself, which is kind of the opposite of that, but not necessarily a negative page, more just one maybe where we're kind of drawing some conclusions and acknowledging the things that didn't feel so good, is question number two, what were the challenges slash what felt a bit meh this year? Now you might be thinking, Alice, really? You're putting the word meh in an end of year review, but you know what? I am. Because I think this reflection is all about acknowledging what were the things that were challenging that perhaps weren't so easy or weren't so good and also what were the things that just didn't feel that good there might be things where you go actually that wasn't a big challenge but it just didn't feel good maybe for you it was showing up on a certain social media platform this year just felt a bit meh maybe it was a certain person that you worked with or collaboration that you did where you go that wasn't a challenge it just felt a bit meh maybe it was around your workload and you felt this year the way that your emails and inbox now maybe it was the way that you operated this year perhaps your finances and the way they were managed just felt a little bit meh or the way that your inbox was treated by other people felt a bit meh (laughs) I hope you get what I'm trying to say here we're basically just giving ourselves space to reflect on what are the things that maybe I would like to leave in 2023? What were the things that didn't feel so good that I wouldn't necessarily choose to repeat? That's your second question to ask yourself. And this is the question that I find really helps me to draw some conclusions on the year and kind of help myself have that bit of mental space. I find that I'm just always thrown around in my head like, oh, this thing's gone wrong and this thing didn't feel good and I need to change that and I can't let that happen again. And there's something I think about just getting it out of your head and like onto paper or onto your screen just helps your brain to feel like, okay, I don't need to 
to keep thinking about that thing now. We don't need to worry about it as much because we've put it somewhere. <laughs> so that's the second question. What were the challenges? What felt a bit meh? And then the third question, which is really about looking at those first two questions and questioning them even further, um, is what has this year given me clarity about? And what lessons have I learned this year? I believe every win and every challenge holds clarity. Your wins tell you about where the traction sits for you, what you're good at, what people want from you, how your business might be able to continue to grow in the future. And your challenges hold information about kind of the opposite of those things. You know, maybe what you don't feel so strong at, what there isn't as much ease within for you, um, where perhaps the weak spots are. There is clarity in everything in our business, the good and the challenging. So this question, what has the year given me clarity about? What lessons have I learned? It's really about just giving yourself space to gather those lessons together. And you can think about lessons in so many different ways. You can think about um, the clarity you've gained around your vision. How has this year shifted what you want from your business and where you want your business to go. You can think about clarity around your industry. What has this year taught you about the industry that you operate within, about where that industry is going, about how you feel about it, about your place within that industry. You can think about the clarity this year has given you in terms of your business. So what are the strengths and weaknesses of your business? How does it operate best? What challenges does it continue to face? What changes do you wanna make to it perhaps? What do you want? from it. And then finally, you can also think about the clarity that you've got this year around yourself, around your strengths and your weaknesses, around the lessons that you've learned and the mental improvements that you've made, around how you work best, around your personal why and what you want from your business. There is so much clarity you can draw when you really start to think in those four areas. So your vision, your industry, your business and yourself. You might even find it helpful to note those down on your end of year review questions. What have you learned this year in those areas? And then the final question to ask yourself, and this is a really nice, open, just pondering kind of question. What are my initial thoughts for 2024? And I say thoughts, but what I mean by that is what are my ideas for 2024? What are my goals for 2024? What things might I want to change about my business in 2024? What things might I want to continue into 2024? This is obviously a very big and open-ended question, but the point is we're going to have time in January to really specifically plan out the year. So this is really just about giving you initial space to just ponder, to jot down initial ideas, because you will find as you're reflecting on the year, as you're thinking about what felt good, what didn't, what you learned, it's going to get the cogs turning in your head of thinking about next year. I find for me, the second that I start thinking about what went well this year, my brain is already thinking, okay, how do we do that on the next level next year? And so I'm then putting those ideas underneath this question. Or when I'm thinking about the challenges and maybe thinking, okay, faced a big challenge this year around my capacity and team. Okay, I've got an initial idea idea for 2024 that maybe I need to make some changes to um, the help that I have in my business. Maybe I need to hire a VA or get management, for example. So this final question, what are my initial thoughts for 2024 is totally open-ended. Nothing that you write on this has to happen. This is just for your January self to pick up when they start doing 
their planning for the year ahead. And I really love this final question because I feel like it just lets you start to dream. Like I just kind of go a bit wild with this one because I'm like, ah, we don't have to do it or it doesn't have to make sense right now. My future self can figure out how we actually do all of these things. Um, but you know, what am I thinking for next year? What would I love for 2024 to hold? So those are the four questions that I reflect on at the end of the year. You can add to that questions around the goals that you set at the start of the year. You know, what were my goals at the start of 2023? How have I done at achieving them? What helped me to achieve them? Why did I fail to achieve some of them? You could set more specific questions, perhaps around reviewing your finances, reviewing your marketing, reviewing your client work or your customers. These are not the only four questions I'll be thinking about at the end of this year, but I think these are four pretty general, but very valuable questions that we could all be answering. As a summary, we wanna think about what are the wins and what felt good? What were the challenges? What felt a bit meh? What has this year given me clarity about? What lessons have I learned around my vision, industry, business, and myself? And then what are my initial thoughts for 2024? I think over these next couple of weeks, if you give yourself space, to ponder around those four questions, to slowly, gently, sporadically add your ideas and answers underneath each of those, and then give yourself a bit of time at the end of the year to step back, draw your conclusions, um, and really kind of look at the year as a whole, I think you'll gain a huge amount of value. I think reviewing your year in this way will help you to celebrate your wins, acknowledge what you've done brilliantly, feel really proud of yourself, draw some conclusions and some closure from the challenges and the things that perhaps feel unresolved, give yourself some headspace to then rest and then most helpfully set you up for next year allow you to enter 2024 with clarity with lessons with ideas so that your future self can then set themselves up for 2024 in the best way possible so that's it for today's episode i'd really encourage you whatever you take from this whatever your next step is take that next step i know this time of year can feel tiring and it can feel tempting just to be like oh screw it i'm just gonna flop to the end of the year but something like this setting up that space to reflect will take you 10 20 minutes and your future self will be very very glad that you did it i'd love to hear any of your answers to these questions as always this podcast is about starting the conversation and your job as a listener is to continue it so i'd love to hear more about what 2023 has held for you and for your business big small internal or external whatever this year has held I'm always always up for hearing it so please do come and pop me a message um, wherever we're connected online the podcast will be back for a final time next Tuesday gosh this year has gone very quickly especially this final stretch but yeah I'm excited to be back in your ears for a final time next week so make sure to subscribe or follow wherever you are listening if you are interested in those January strategy days that I am hosting I will link those in the show notes I would love to help you set yourself and your business up for a really intentional 2024 so yeah check out the show notes for those because they do have limited spaces I really hope you enjoy doing your end of year review hope you are feeling proud of yourself because quite frankly to get to the end of the year with a business in tow I think is a huge achievement so celebrate yourself for that and uh have a good rest of your day whenever you're listening to this <laughs>